Good morning. It's Monday, January 22nd. Answer your cat's questions day. Hey, how about Ruth? Why don't you answer some of my questions? For example, dude, last night, why did you jump onto the desk that I keep telling you not to be on and then lock eyes with me while you slowly fell, bringing the laptop and part of my curtain with you as if this was somehow my fault? I tried to catch you and, more important, I tried to stop you in the beginning. So, I don't know, dude. Feels like this one's on you. Answer that one. And now, the news. Let's start with the war in Gaza, where officials say the death toll in Gaza has surpassed 25,000 people. And still, Israeli officials say the fighting is expected to go on for months, while a wider war appears to be just a breath away. On Sunday, the Israeli Air Force carried out two strikes on what they're calling terrorist infrastructure, which include a military building, a launch post, and an observation post all belonging to Hezbollah. As a reminder, Hezbollah is an Iran-backed militant group that is based in Lebanon and a close ally of Hamas. In addition to Sunday strikes, there was an Israeli strike on Syria's capital city on Saturday that targeted a building the Iranian paramilitary group Revolutionary Guard uses and killed at least five Iranians. And on Thursday, Houthi rebels launched missiles at a United States cargo vessel in the Red Sea. Houthi rebels are one of the two main factions that are controlling territory in Yemen's civil war that started in 2011. They have a relationship with and receive support from Iran, but they have local interests, so they are not considered to be like a proxy of Iran. In October, the group started launching missile attacks at cargo ships that were passing through the Red Sea to Israeli ports, likely to expand support for their base, since it shows support for Palestine, to not let these ships port in Israel. That's why they launched those missiles on Thursday against the U.S. cargo ship. If they can't go through the Red Sea, cargo ships will need to add about 30 days to their travels since they'll have to go all the way around Africa. So that is what is happening with the Red Sea. In case people bring it up to you, there's just a lot going on in the Middle East. We're keeping an eye on all of it. After a 10-day search, U.S. Central Command has officially declared two U.S. Navy SEALs who went missing off the coast of Somalia dead. On January 11th, the sailors were boarding a vessel in search of weapons when eight-foot swells caused one of them to fall into the water and, per the Navy's protocol, the other jumped in after him. Okay, let's, let's bring the mood up a little bit here. On Saturday, Tara Vanderveer, Stanford's head basketball coach, became the winningest, most best coach in college basketball history. And, best of all, she beat a boy. We, <laughs> I mean, it's exciting. I don't care. I don't feel bad about that. Should I? It doesn't matter. We're pushing through. She beat a boy. We love it. The previous title holder, because he was a good sport about it. The previous title holder was Mike Wazowski. I'm sorry, Mike Chujewski. He was there to congratulate her on Friday when she tied his record. And then on Saturday, she beat his record to again become the winningest, most best coach in college basketball history. This is so fun because it's like cool. It's historic. Everyone's coming out to congratulate her. And it's pure. It's just a really great and exciting sports moment. I love a sports moment. 
Just a heads up, who knows if it'll actually happen, but Trump says that he wants to testify today in the civil defamation case brought against him by E. Jean Carroll. As a reminder, he has been found liable, so this is just about damages. I say who knows if it'll happen because he has said that this was his plan in the past for his many, many other crimes, uh, and he didn't do it, so who knows if he'll actually show up. Tomorrow is also the New Hampshire primary, so why spend the day fighting with a judge in a different state? But... I don't know. He says he wants to testify. We'll see. I guess put that on your radar. And finally, like for real, finally, finally, Ron DeSantis has dropped his bid for the presidency ahead of tomorrow's New Hampshire primary. Oh, no, Ron, come back. We love you. Oh, no, no. I'm just kidding. But um, we do want to make fun of you some more. So come on. Don't be in the race anymore and actually drop out of politics. But like continue to wear the boots. We bully the bullies, and there aren't many more bullies in need of bullying than that guy. This is not a surprise. He was never going to be president. I, I guess I understand why he ran. There was a lot of hubbub about it, but like you were never going to be president. Anyone that is shocked by how poorly he has done in this um, has the honor and luck of not paying much attention to him before he officially tossed his high heels into the ring. Because he's just got one of those personalities that makes you go, whoa! Oh, ugh. And that's and that's your voice? Oof, pal. You spent the money on the heels and didn't want to toss a buck or two towards some vocal training? Notice that I didn't make fun of the laugh or the weird smile. And that's because there's nothing to help that. Vocal training and high heels are one thing, but like no one can fix that laugh. Also, side note, the whole this whole thing is a side note, but additional side note, have you noticed that he stands like Trump with that little like lean like a pivot forward and the hands just kind of hang there what is that why do seriously why do they do that anyway he is out of the running but he was like also kind of never in it so oh no it all comes down to trump and nikki haley who is running a wildly terrible campaign so we'll see what new hampshire brings i'll be talking more about the new hampshire primary tomorrow specifically about why biden isn't on the ballot in new hampshire and why it really doesn't matter so I guess you'll have to come on back tomorrow. Ooh, 2024, and I'm really trying to get people to listen to the show now. How fun. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of women's sports. Women in general. Not all women, obviously, but just like in general. But also specifically women's sports. So proud, in fact, that I'm just going to let this have its moment. And I'm not going to make any comments about how this would be such a great moment for Apple TV to announce the Ted Lasso spinoff. Because I'm better than that. I've grown. But more than that, more than how great I am at basketball. I'm short, but I've got great hand-eye coordination, and no one can deny that. Because you also know that I'm nothing if not basically a basketball superstar. I'm proud of you.